Sensor Global saves lives with automatic compliance and manages smoke alarms, gas and water leak detection with 24-7 remote management. It provides complete control, reduced risks and improved compliance for property managers. To find out more, speak to Anthony Booth or head over to sensorglobal.com. Welcome to the PM Collective, a dynamic hub designed to empower business owners, property managers, and BDMs to excel in their careers. Through access to intimate conversations, cutting-edge video training, mental health support, and unparalleled motivation, our community is the ultimate destination for individuals seeking to elevate their professional lives to new heights. So sit back, relax, and enjoy our next conversation on our weekly podcast, The Art of Property Management. Today's podcast, I am absolutely delighted to introduce you to Kelly Seaton, who um, is joining me today. Kel, thank you for jumping on. Thanks for having me. Now, I met you last year at um, a US sort of leadership tour with Property Management Partners, and today um, you and I are going to have a bit of a chat um, just about sort of the networking in general in the industry and the importance of it and, um, and you know, I guess what, what we've got out of doing it. So we'll um, touch on that a little bit later, and we're also going to touch on a recent um um, a recent situation you've been in when you've, where you've been hacked on social media. So I want to sort of talk about that as well. But before we get in, can you please introduce yourself to everyone that, that is listening, a little bit about sort of how your, your history of getting into real estate, but then um, what your uh, office looks like at the moment? So um, I've been in real estate for quite some time. My name is Kelly Seaton. I run a business called The Leasing Network, which is a property management only exclusive business. Uh, we're on the central coast in New South Wales, between Sydney and Um I have had portfolios in the Hunter Valley and in Brisbane as well, but we have now just come back to the coast and we're staying in the zone, which is really cool. Uh, we are a small boutique business. We only have three staff members. Um, Probably five or six at times, but yeah, we're going to three, which is amazing. It's a nice, really nice, um, cultural, just a beautiful office, um, with the three girls, which is really nice. Um, do you do you work from home or do you have an, um, an actual office? I actually work from home, so we did have an office, um, and then I guess we've got COVID to thank for that because before COVID, it was kind of a little bit like we sounded like a backyard. You don't have an office, uh, whereas now everyone's really accepting of us working mobile. And I think we did the numbers and things, and we we're pretty much out of, out about sixty to seventy percent of our days at properties, as opposed to being at our desk. So it kind of made perfect sense to just work from home. So they come to my house. Um, we do um, different days as well, though. So they don't work here five days a week. We do, for example, Tuesdays and Thursdays are work from home days. So and stuff like that done at the same time as well as work. And as long as they get the hours up and they do their job, I couldn't kind of look at that 9.30 and finish Um As long as they get their job done, it doesn't matter. Sometimes they do jump back on at 6 o'clock at night, do a little bit more if they're you know, pick up the kids or run to sport, that sort of thing. So, kind of flexible, but the job has to get done. So, I spoke to someone the other day who also was working from home, and their team were coming to their house um, for working. So, do you? How are you with your boundaries with like 
when it's time to finish and you're in your house, are you pretty good with that or are you still sort of finding a balance? I'm terrible with that. Um, the office is completely separate. It has been purpose-built downstairs in our house. We have a two-storey house that's quite large. Um, my 20-year-old son lives in one part of it and the office in the other part and we do share a common uh, bathroom and whatnot kitchen. So uh, it is very separate. I can kind of shut the door and just go away, but, uh, yeah, I do find myself down here a little bit. Um, it has benefits as well when I can go and watch the Easter Hat Parade or something silly. Um, so, yeah, it works out there. Um, otherwise, we do sometimes go to a co-working space as well. So um, they're really handy. There's lots of those around here now, and we just do the co-shared thing where it's really great because we can kind of meet referral partners to our business as well. There might be accountants or mortgage brokers or those sort of things sharing that space. So it's a good introduction to not... Just having them work with just the three of us, they can see other people outside the office as well and work in that space. So how does your, like, sign-ups work when you've got tenants moving into properties? Do they come to your house or do you meet them on-site at the property? Yeah, they don't even know where our address is. Our Google address just says the suburb, which is fantastic. Um, we do everything at the property. Um, so we would also go and meet them there and um, whatnot when we're showing them through. Um, but all of our documentation is very much online. So DocuSign or we use um, you know, any sort of platform using Inspection Express, which does paperless um, things and so on. So it's very much at the property online. Yeah, so I like we've got the opposite where our office is uh, in the middle of a big cafe strip. Um, so we do get a lot of walk-ins. We have your old school window cards at the front. So I sort of like hearing the online um, option, which is what you are, because um, eventually I think we're going to need to be there, but we have got a very good spot at the moment. And um, and older clientele so the older clientele like coming in and actually sitting in the office so it's a bit different so I always yeah love hearing different um, offices so the being online working from home uh, obviously you are reliant on online leads because you don't get walk-ins and things like that and you had a recent stressful situation with being hacked Talk to us about that situation because I'm hearing it more and I would want people to know and be aware, um, you know, that this happens to real people like like Kelly. So tell us what happened. I actually am really, really savvy in that space and I really thought that all of my data was completely protected. by um, So they hacked into my Facebook profile, which is also connected to my Instagram. At first, I was a little bit devastated because of a bit of a personal story behind and Facebook page. However, um, it's Facebook said, "Yep, it's shut down. It's done. Don't even talk to us. It's don't. Yep, it's gone." Um, so I really thought it was a hundred percent gone. Um, on a personal side, I kind of enjoyed the quiet and peace for a moment. Um, so it sounds a little bit odd, but you know, you are putting yourself and you are your face is your brand a lot of the time. Um, so I kind of enjoyed that part for probably a week, um, and then I started to get really stressed because I just spent about um, a whole day doing. My social media content the day before and my branded page as well, which was a disaster. Being a small boutique agency, we don't have a sales department or anything like that. So I really, really focus on networking, whether it's within the community or within property management industries or just, you know, referral partners and things like that really well. But a lot of our leads come from community Facebook pages. 
Um, so that was an absolute mess. <laughs> um, all of a sudden, I was there, and then I'm not there. And I did sort of a quick uh, intermediate sort of profile that I could use in the meantime. But then people were thinking, who is that? And then they were getting even more confused because there was another name during my face. Um, which was a little bit tricky, but uh, I had people texting me going back to the old school way saying you're missing all these leads, you've been tagged on these pages and things like that. So I think I really need to have a social media profile. I think it has taught me that it is definitely the way of the future and that is where we are getting a lot of lead referrals from. Yeah. So it's something that was a bit of a disaster. So and how long were you down for? Um, so I went down the 15th of March, exactly, and came back yesterday, so 3rd of April. So yes. what's that, 20 days, something like that? So stay with us. We'll be right back. Inspect Real Estate, or IRE, is an Australian-based software company that is passionate about creating quality, customised solutions for agents, tenants, buyers, and property owners, designed by agents for agents, because we care. IRE has now processed more than 108 million inquiries and is currently being used by thousands of industry leaders. There are many time-saving products from booking and managing inspections within our flagship product ROL, creating and managing applications with ToApply and AppChecker, and tracking keys with Keyware, through to listing on Inspect Real Estate's free property portal, Tenant App plus so much more. Visit inspectrealestate.com.au or give us a call on 1300 934 721. I mean, being an online business there's and relying on those leads, there's not really any other option. Like in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, well, like do you try and encourage more people to go to your website? But there's actually sort of no substitute for community pages if that is your marketing, um, you know, one of your marketing plans. Yeah, we get we honestly get so much from there. A lot of it are our tenants as well, not just our landlords. Um, because they kind of live in the area whereas our landlords live all across the country. So most of them are local community pages that the tenants actually um, comment on. Uh, I think when they realised they weren't my friends, so they didn't know I was shut down, do you know what I mean? But um, they would start writing the phone number that they would message through um, and that's another problem because we have an AI which runs through Facebook. Um, so they would message through that and it was getting blocked. So the, in the end, they ended up popping our website address or our phone number on because that's the only way someone can get in touch with us. So I'm just saying to them, we don't have a profile right now, you need to do this and this, um, yeah. you know, which was a way around it. But it was definitely old school, whereas people just like tag and tap in and off you go. Yeah, I thought I'd be okay without social media, but I really think it's definitely a core part of where our leads come from. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, let's get into the other topic that I wanted to talk to you about, and that was the networking um, scene in the industry because you're very good at it. I try to be, you know, good at it as much as I can from the West Coast. You have a lot more, a lot more options um, with events and stuff. Um, but have you always? sort of been involved from a network point of view with other industry colleagues and when I mean that I mean you know going to um, you know as many conferences and uh, catch-ups and things like that have you always done that? 
So I've been around a long time, I think since my 27th year. So probably about 15 years ago, I probably started to really sink my teeth into involving myself in other people because it's always about getting yourself in the room with smarter people, right? So I had so many people at my fingertips that I was going to events with and I just thought, you know what, just get out there, Kelly, and just say hello and introduce yourself and and you'll just flow from there. So I actually have probably a couple or quite a few (laughs) um, friends in the industry now that I would call friends um, that are definitely um, colleagues. You know, I've met a lot of them just by attending conferences. you know, I met I met Julie Collins. Let's talk about Julie. I met her um, at a conference, and it was the morning tea break, and we were two single people on our own who didn't know anyone. And she came up to me and said, "Can I sit here?" And it just rolled from there. You know, so little things like that. Um, you know, it's just amazing to be able to network with other people. I think I know a lot of people around the country now. And if I need a question or they need a question um, answered. It's picking up the phone and just saying, hey, can you help me with this? I'm stuck on a situation or whatever. Um, you know, if I need anything legislation in New South Wales, Linda Golubowska knows everything. <laughs> so I can just ring Linda rather than trying to figure it out. Um, things like that. It's really, really important to network with uh, other people um, that know more than I do. Um, and it's it's great as well. Like we often have mutual clients, would you believe? You know, a client might have a property in New South Wales and they might have a property in another state. You know somebody that can look after you really well. Um, yes. So, and it's just, I think, probably um, being an independent property management agency and not maybe a franchise. I'm sure franchise groups go franchise to franchise. But for us, I think we really stick together with the independent agencies and really help each other out there. And, you know, they're helping our clients and we're helping theirs, and that's really good. Yeah, I um, I actually think it's a bit of a myth with the franchises because I always thought the same that they've got you know the support within their um, franchise, um, but I think so many of them are individually owned. I think that they they are somewhat like you know they are running their own independent business. Sure, it's under an umbrella, but I think um, yeah, I don't know whether they um connect as much as what I in my mind I thought they did but um, I agree with the whole just picking up the phone and and calling someone I I know I had someone the other or going back a few months ago now but said oh Ash I'm really stuck with a, a DV situation do you know someone who has you know dealt with it before um I couldn't help because we didn't really have any in our offices but I said listen I know someone call this lady she would help you tell her that I said call her and um and I got a text message back you know 15 minutes later saying thanks so much all sorted and I've got my plan and I think with property management and and network with people it's all about just making your job easier and the minute you've got a problem if you can resolve that problem as quickly as possible by just calling someone you trust or finding out the answer you're not going to be taking that problem home you're not going to be stressing about it you're not going to be procrastinating over it and letting it absorb your whole emotional state for the whole week you're dealing with it real quick and I think that's one of the tricks of the trade is dealing with problems as quickly and fast as possible um and like I mean I know you guys that I've all met and you know Julie and Linda and yourself and I genuinely would say that all of my network that I have um, been, you know, meeting recent in the last recent 12 months, 
they all genuinely love their job. And I think that they are making, you guys are making your, and same as me, we're making our jobs easy and enjoyable by having that community around us. But if you're not finding, if you're finding the career really draining and um, difficult and isolated, I really am a big believer that the network and joining a community wherever you are in Australia is one of the number one things to do. 100%. We actually all socialise outside of the industry now, more so than we did you know, like it's just, yeah, it's really, really important to be able to have that people that you can turn to or they can turn to you. you know, we had a house fire once, I'll never forget it. And I was the owner actually rang us and said, Hey, my house is on fire. And we're like, yeah, No, it's not. You know, like well, I'm sure we'd know before you, you don't even live in the state. But lo and behold, his house was on fire because the neighbors had called him. And we just jumped in the car and went straight to the house. Fire. I don't know what we could do, but we kind of had to get there first. And so on the way, I rang someone and said, Right, do you have. I have left the office without anything. Do you have a procedure that I can follow right here, right now? I'm in the car driving. And so next thing you know, Google Docs came straight through my phone that I could edit and ask questions to the tenant straight away, which all fell in line with the insurance, um, you know, questions that insurers were going to ask me. It was just amazing. And I wouldn't have had that list if I couldn't have just quickly rang someone and said, help me, I'm in a situation, I need it, like, in yeah. two minutes, I'm going to be at the burning house, you know. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, so good. I mean, and I, like, while we've got Facebook community groups as well, I'm sure you guys have got them, we've got them in WA, I think there's a difference with calling someone or texting someone than putting yourself out in these private or not, yeah, all sort of private Facebook community groups for property managers because when you get in there, um, I don't know about you guys, but you can, you do have to be a little bit careful because you're being, being very vulnerable and there's a lot of opinions that come in. So we sort of really want to make sure we're um, going directly to somebody that we trust. Well. And, you know, I think people post in those pages anonymously here. I don't know about where you are. But they do. And to be quite honest, they're probably doing that because they're afraid of people just jumping down their throat or saying, you should know this or whatever. But everybody needs to ask questions and be able to do that in a free space. So if you don't feel like you can do that in a free space and it's pointless really asking it anonymously because then you know, when, the, when that person needs to know the answers and there's another question asked, well, how do they answer that without throwing things out there? You know? So I just think it's just so much easier to be able to have your network of friends industry colleagues that you know and trust and and they're always going to be for you and to be able to do all of the training across the country that I've done this is where I've met all these amazing people like yourself that I could pick up the phone and say I should really stop today can you help me with this and I'm sure I would get the answer back saying yep give me 10 minutes and I'll be at my desk and I can talk to you again you know so it's really important to be able to have those networks um, yeah. in our industry yeah, and and on the networks and on events and um and trips and things like that, breaking it down into like you're going to have courses and conferences and trips where they've got you know CPDs and they're very um very transactional in in the learning, um which obviously form one benefit. Then you've got ones like you've just recently been to PM Solitude, which is very much a holistic event um with the real estate industry, but holistic 
And um, and then you've got ones like, you know, the US where we went, which was, you know, more of that leadership, that customer service. So it's interesting because I think some people only want to do things that like might have the CPD and they're less likely to want to do the holistic side of things. But regardless, this is the way that I think, regardless of the type of event that you go to, it's not actually about the event. The event's always great. The content's always good. But I've actually every single time got more out of the network. Every time, regardless. Like, I mean, that the, the network is what I'm there for. The content is a bonus. Um, I don't know how you feel about it. So um, I have a budget. Budget, obviously, my budget is double what the girls is because I want to go to all these extra things. Um, however, in saying that, I just took one of our girls who's been with me for fifteen or nearly um to pay for the trip, you know, and because she needed that holistic approach at that time. So it's whatever they need and whatever the budgets are. I go to these events for networking. Yeah. I do not go to these events to get my CPD points. Our CPD points are done on the computer at the desk. And even though some of these events might have CPD points in them, we honestly don't do it that way. We just do that um, here at the desk and get it done at the um, And, yeah, the events that we go to are purely, A, who is speaking? Can I get something out of them? Uh, I'm just going to go to this event because I really need to get in with them again and connect face-to-face and, you know, that sort of thing. So, yeah, purely about that. Sometimes I might skip a session to have a one-on-one with somebody that I really need to gel with really quickly um, because that's going to be of more value to me at that point in time as opposed to a session on something perhaps that I'm, um, you know, well-versed with, if that makes sense. Oh, no, 100%. I mean, that's exactly why, yeah, I go to these events and, yeah, I just I find it, um, yeah, I, I think it's just a, a mindset shift. I just think people need to change their um, the, their thought process. Like like you and I, we go for the networking opportunities. And, um, yeah, and just reiterating, it's it's about having a really enjoyable career. That's I mean, that's what PM Collective is about. I just want people to enjoy their career, enjoy what they do, because I am a big believer that if you enjoy your career, those problems that come up during the day, they're going to resolve themselves a lot easier and you're not they're not going to take an emotional toll on you because you love what you do. That's just those issues that come, those little spot fires you put out are just a process, um, you know what I mean, that you just have to follow. But it's, um, I just feel that that is one of the big things. I think uh, like from a personal point of view, I'm also a big believer that if you are personally happy in your home life, you won't find those issues that come up in your job a big a big problem. And I think it was Xavier that said to me once that property management's a sport and you've just got to get better at playing the game. You can't wish that you're, you know, that the bad situations go away. You can't wish that you had better owners or better tenants or better this or better that. They're always going to be there, but but you need to learn how to deal with them better in a, like I said, quick, efficient way that doesn't drain you. I think that's why a lot of the conferences that are retreat style conferences like Solitude was the fact that you were going down there to better yourself, or you were going down there to learn how to handle a certain situation, or those sort of things. So yeah, I definitely think if you can have a 
shopping homework and have a happy workplace. You know, they say, isn't the saying something like, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life? You know, and I really live by that. Mm. You don't care who they love what they do, and you know, they don't have an issue. It's, it's not work, it is work. You know, they don't come here thinking, oh, great, it's Monday, I've got to go to work today. They bounce in here because we're a family again on Monday morning and here we go. We spend more time with them than we do at home with our husbands, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's really important to be able to have that to all get along and just to be able to all help each other. And I think um, even with my team, I know... And one of my team has started to come to more and more events and now she's starting to network. I can sit back now and watch her do what I've done, which is really cool, is she's networked with all these people and now we've got even double the amount of networking in the office because she's actually stepping up at the same time of the day and, and you know, approaching those people directly herself, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah, so good. So good. Well, I, I hope um, everyone listening sees the importance um, and how it's had a positive um, effect for people like Kelly and myself as well. So um, thank you so much for joining on. It's lovely to see you. It's been a while. So um, I will have to fly over and, and do one of the next events um, over your way soon. Um, so I will love that. <laughs> I will see you soon. Um, but thank you for jumping on. And if anyone does want to reach out to Kelly or myself, please Google us, find our details. We're both easily Googleable. And um, and you can touch base. Kel, thank you so much. You're welcome, Ash. at The Grout Guy are leading experts in regrouting, waterproofing and tiling services nationwide. Property managers find comfort in their 10-year waterproof warranty on all full shower regrouts. Visit thegroutguy.com.au to rejuvenate your property's tiles and grout now.